The Small Business Show, episode 148 for Wednesday, December 6th, 2017. Greetings, folks, and welcome to The Small Business Show here at businessshow.co, the show by, for, and about small business owners. Sponsors for this episode include Storyblocks at storyblocks.com slash SBS, where you can get their triple bundle for just 149 bucks. We'll tell you in a minute what that triple bundle will get you here in Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton. And in Lafayette, California, I'd think about that for a minute. <laughs> I'm Shannon Jean. That's, you know, when that's you have cool. to think about where you are, that's not a bad thing, right? It means Man. you're uh, you're having fun traveling around. <laughs> yeah, I am. That's true. Always, uh, always moving around. I've been working on real estate stuff all day, so I had all these different locations in my uh, uh, head, and that way I'm like, wait, okay, I'm not on this place. I'm not in Tahoe. I'm not on the Trinity River. I'm here. <laughs> Although I'd like to be here in those places. I was just gonna say, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> That's good. Well, you know, uh, we're we're coming up uh, on the end of the year here. You know? Yeah, it's, uh, we've only got a few more episodes, and we wrap up 2017. We're at this is episode one four eight uh, eight. So that's pretty cool. We're going to hit one fifty before the end of the year. Before that's the pretty end awesome. Of the year. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yep. And you know, I was uh, uh, throwing around show ideas the other day, and I thought uh, we ought to talk about. Uh, things you need, you should be thinking about uh, towards the end of the year for your small business. And if you'd like, we can, you know, kind of run down and chat about those. I think that's a good thing to do. And, and you know, yeah. as we were kind of prepping this, just so that you folks understand, we're, we're going to have, we're actually going to have two conversations about this. Today, we're going to do exactly what, what Shannon just described. And we're going to walk through sort of the, the general stuff that you need to do for your business no matter what, uh, you're, no matter where you are in your business. But then in a couple of weeks, in fact, I think it will be episode 150. Uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about what to do if you have just started your business this year. Because there's a lot of things that That's you right. don't have to do, but a lot of things that you do. And and so we'll, we'll, we'll do that, too. So if this feels like it's a little overkill for you. Uh, you have a listen anyway, because it's going to set you up very nicely for show 150, which is coming, uh, well, in yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, and, you know, there's a lot of the same things, but, you know, many different things that you need to do as, right. a, as a new business owner as well and, and right. make and some decisions. So I'm looking forward to, uh, having that discussion as well in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the first things that I, it comes to mind towards the end of the year is start to kind of, um, you know, get your act together related to your financials and, and your the paperwork. You know, your your profit and loss, uh, your balance sheet, and any cash flow reports. Because you you want to start looking. Um, I mean, your gut instinct. I've always thought. Oh, I know. I kind of know how the how things are going. Uh, how, do we have a good you know day, a good week, a good month, sure. or a good quarter? But you know, it's really the 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 numbers on the paper that often prove me wrong, <laughs> but, uh, you know, or it's yeah. sometimes right, but, you know, you start looking at things and you, you really need to, you know, you've got a few weeks left where you can make some decisions. And some of the things we're going to talk about here going in, in the next few minutes are going to be uh, impacted by the, by your financials. So, you know, getting your, your profit and loss statement 
put together for the year, how things are looking, you know, uh, balance sheet and looking at cash flow, how the money's going. That's really important because without that information in front of you, you can't make some of the decisions, uh, like, for example, if you're a business that has inventory and let's say you've had a really good year and you have some stale inventory that maybe is uh, sitting on the books. Um, I know everybody else is way better at buying inventory than me because I often had stale, you know, inventory that hadn't turned very much. Sure. Um, so we were like, hey, if if we had a great quarter or the year's great, we're showing lots of profits on the books. Maybe that's an opportunity to write off the value of some of that inventory. Huh. And you can't make that decision unless you know, right? So if if you run your P&L and you're like, wow, we didn't make any money this year, then you don't want to take, maybe you don't want to take off their, their, those write-offs. Right. right. Yeah, because you're, it's not going to help you. Yeah, well, it can. You can report a loss, but That's you know, true. maybe you don't want to do that. Your bank hates that. Your The partners hate that. Your investors hate that. You might like it because when you report your taxes and stuff, it can it can have some obviously some benefit to you, yeah. but, uh, you got to think you got to keep, you know, everybody happy. Um, and so when, when I talk about, you know, writing that inventory, if you've had some stuff maybe on your books, on your shelves for a year or so, whatever, whatever your turn is 60 days, 90 days, if, if that's too long for you. And, and you've got these widgets and you've got, you know, 500 of them and each is, uh, valued at five bucks is 2,500 bucks. Um, Maybe you want to drop the value to zero because you're not sure you're ever going to sell them, and you can do that. So you can. can you know. how, so I've never run a business with inventory at that level. I mean, I've I've had it, effectively. I've never run a business with inventory. Sure. And so I'm I'm curious. Like, if you were to do that and say you're writing yeah. these down from five bucks to zero, like, does the IRS ever come and say, um, hey, well, as long as you've still, see, so you can't. Uh, I mean, you're accounting for it. it you, you can show it, right? You're showing the history of it. Okay, I bought right. these items for five bucks, uh, and uh, towards the end of the year, I realized, ah, maybe I'm never going to sell them. Um, and let's just say, let's just keep it simple. Sure. You're showing a uh, a five thousand dollar profit, you know, at the end of the year, and you say, well, I don't want to pay taxes on that five thousand bucks. I'm going to write these down to zero, um, and maybe you're going to scrap that, you know, or get rid of it or donate it or, uh, yep. you know, recycle it. So, cause if it doesn't want to take up space on your shelf, so you right. say, okay, it's $2,500. Uh, you're going to enter that in, into your books. That's a, a, a like a general journal entry. Yeah, a ledger you, entry. Sure. Right. A ledger entry. You can do it a couple different ways, of but course. you can, you know, a GL entry is, is great. And, uh, you're letting your accounting account know. So there's probably an account in there in, in your accounting software that you're hopefully using that shows those kinds of things. And it shows the history of it. And it's, it's uh you can audit it, right? Okay. So, so right. So you've got to, if, 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 if the IRS does show up and say, Hey, this, you know, show us, you show them, you yep. show them and say, look, yep. I spent this money on this. They were here. And then yep. if you decide to dispose of them or whatever, you, you keep records of that disposal or That's the right. donation. Yeah, so exactly. You can, I got it. Okay. And and yeah. on the flip side, if on, you know, December 31st, you write it down to zero, but then, you know, some white knight uh, comes along on January 15th and buys all 500, well, then you're going to book those. It's 100% profit. Right. right. So you can't take the, if they buy them for 10 bucks. Uh, you made 10 bucks you, you a made unit. 10. Uh, you don't get you to say, it. I wrote, you know, I only made five. No. Because you, you can't have it both ways, right? Of course. Uh, you, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, 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 you take it. so it's, wait, it's planning. But, but wait a minute. So the the scenario you just described sounds like a potentially creative way 
to um, avoid taking a profit, even though maybe or it, it takes it allows you to defer your profit to next year by writing Deferring, it down yeah. to zero and then and then, you know, sort of essentially recapturing it all on the 15th of January when, you when your white knight rides in. Yeah, it's usually not as clean as that. Sure, um, but of course it's, not. It, yeah. it's this time of year, you want to have that discussion with your accountant. Yeah. And a good accountant's going to say, hey, what's the year looking like? Are you making, did you make a million bucks? Well, gee, do you want to pay, you know, yeah. 500 grand in taxes? <laughs> uh, maybe there's some things we can do. Have you got any inventory that you don't think you're ever going to sell? And, th- you know, because inventory businesses are great, but over time, stuff doesn't not every you're not going to hit a home run every time right, right? and your your warehouse uh can uh, and your uh uh balance sheet can have inventory on it that really isn't worth uh yeah, what, what what you think it is and yeah. that could be an, uh, that 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 can be a really bad problem in itself especially if you go to like sell the business or you're trying to borrow money and you know you have to be careful on um, sure. how old your inventory is all that kind of stuff so so good so accountant is, can guide you through it this is it this is, is interesting cuz this is one of those scenarios that that sort of reminds me of uh the the concept that the IRS can't punish you for being a bad business person uh, it like Correct. if you, you know, if you buy stuff at five bucks and, and you write it down to zero because you couldn't sell it, like that's legitimate, also yeah. legitimate, but potentially gaining more questions is you writing it down because you think you can never sell it. And then suddenly three weeks later, Hey, uh, turns right. out I can, I mean, I suppose if you yeah. did that, if you made a pattern of that pattern, yep. Then right. maybe you've got a problem, but, um, yeah, but maybe go back not. and listen to the, yeah, go back and listen to the IRS show we did right. uh, earlier this year. Yeah. And, and there's some tips in there. Cause, uh, yeah, you, you don't want to show those kinds of patterns. Uh, right. And, and, and mainly you're just, you're really trying to take an honest look at your, your inventory. I mean, you know, we always care, you know, uh, millions of dollars worth of inventory. Okay. And there's bound to be stuff that you look in and go, wow, you know, let, let's, if we had a good quarter or a good year, that's an opportunity to kind of patch up a mistake you may have made. Right. Right. And, right. and, totally. and so great. Yeah. yeah. And, and maybe you'll, you'll make it up later. Um, and uh, if, if you get an opportunity to sell that product, so yeah, it works out pretty good. Um yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So as long as there's a there's an honest path through it, then yeah, you, yeah. you got to have your advice, your accountant, because you uh, cannot yes. do it on your own, and and they're gonna. Uh, typically point out things that are red flags. Yeah. You know, if, if you ask them want to do something and if your accountant says yes, 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 yes to everything, I would argue that that's just as bad as an accountant that says no, 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 no to everything. Right. Uh, you, you have to, what's the risk reward and look, it's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. So. I always say you need to find an accountant that is a good complement to your own tolerance for risk. Sure. And, and I don't necessarily mean that you want an accountant that has exactly the same tolerance for risk. I, I would yeah. argue that if you if you're like me and you're sort of a, you know, beg for forgiveness later type of person, you want an accountant that's a little more conservative than that. I would agree. Uh, on the flip side, if you're somebody that's just absolutely risk averse, well, maybe you shouldn't be in business for yourself anyway. Uh, but you know what? I actually have seen that, that. I take that back. I've seen people that are horribly risk averse and, and sure. very well for themselves. But 
it's helpful to have someone on your team and your accountant can be that person that is less risk averse than you that can say, no, no, no. Hey, wait, you know, yeah. I get yeah. why you're concerned about that, but no, I, you know, I've done this this way before. There's nothing wrong with it. Yes. It's a different way of doing it, but you know, let's take a look at this together. So yeah. 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 I think a good, a good indicator uh, of a good accountant is if you find yourself uh kind of going back and forth, trying to convince one another to do things a certain way. Yes. Uh, because you're trying to make the case to do things a certain way, and then they're trying to make the case. And, and, and typically, you know, you compromise a bit and come up with a, a, a package that, that serves you both. You know? Yeah, it probably um, won't get you audited. Or if it yeah, does, you can have the conversation and it, it, that's it right. ends. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So along with those, you know, your financial stuff and stuff, you want to start looking at like your accounts receivable. You know, if before we talk about accounts receivable, Shannon, I want to talk about our sponsor. Can I do that? That's awesome. Is that good? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, our sponsor for this episode is Storyblocks, where at Storyblocks, S-T-O-R-Y-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash S-B-S, you can go. And get all the stock images, video, and audio that you can imagine. And all of it just costs you 149 bucks. Normally, and, and, and this is a year, an entire year subscription. They call it their triple bundle offer. And it's special from them via us to you. Because normally, each of those things, images, costs 149 bucks for a full year. Video, 149 bucks for a full year. Audio, 149 bucks for a full year. No, you get it all. One price, same, 149, all three of them. And, you know, this is high quality stock images. Uh, I think they've got over 400,000 of them there on the image side. I, you know, stock images is something we use all the time at the Mac Observer. And and what's cool, and and even here, right, we use we use them sure. for the, the show uh um, the, the artwork. <laughs> Why I couldn't yeah. come up with that term. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, you know, and what's what's interesting though is you don't when you're looking at these images. A lot of people think, well, what am I going to use those for? Like, I, I don't, I don't need just that image. Right. Take the image. Maybe put your text over it. Like a lot of times, what I'll do when I'm pushing our shows up to YouTube is I'll take the image that you've pulled down uh, from Storyblocks. And then I'll add the title of the show to that image. Just I pull it into just, you know, a a graphics program on my Mac. Yeah, it's great. And and I put that in and then I'll put, you know, small business show episode 148 or whatever. And and then it it personalizes it and it's ours. But it we didn't have to go take the picture. We just got to use it. And, And so you can get really creative with this stuff and you can incorporate it. You don't just have to use these images as they exist, you can pull them in. They're all royalty free, which means you can use them commercially, personal, personally, and that royalty free license goes on forever uh, as long as you get the image during the course of your subscription. So you got to check this out. Go to storyblocks.com slash SBS. That's S-T-O-R-Y-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash SBS. And you get their triple bundle all the stock images, video, and audio that you can imagine for just 149 bucks are thanks to Storyblocks for sponsoring this episode. That's cool. Yeah. And, you know, we always always used to be, you know, stock images critically important, but now 
getting the video, yeah. the stock video stuff, and the and the audio is great because that's becoming even you know uh, more and more important in your ad campaigns and stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, cool. Thanks, Storyblocks. Cool. We appreciate it. Got it. So cool. So uh, back to my accounts receivable. Yes. Um, you know, uh, people often owe you money, uh, unfortunately. But now, you know, towards the end of the year, it can be a, a, a good time to start putting a little more pressure on them because companies, you know, that owe you money, if they have some money, they may want to expense some things before the end of the year. Uh, so maybe an extra phone call, uh, an extra email, you know, and reminding them, you know, we've only got a few more weeks to the end of the year. If you want to get this on your books, we'd really like to get this, you know, this, uh, invoice paid. Huh. Um, you and, know, uh, that's it, a great, actually, can, can we pause the show for a second? I got somebody I got to call. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it works. It really works. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and, uh, and on the flip side, if you don't get the response and, you know, you know, well, again, based on your financials that you did in step one, you're going to take a write-off for any of that accounts receivable as bad debt because you don't want to pay taxes on it. Right. And right. You're, it's sitting there. So you're like, well, uh, let, let's go ahead. This, this These people owe us a thousand bucks. They're not going to pay us. You're going to put it into your bad debt account and uh, it's going to help lower your taxable income as well. So right. Think about that. And and I've, um, I'm trying to think, I think I've done that where I've put things into bad debt and then, uh, and then wound up getting some payment on it. And of course, then you have to, you, you got to yep. bring that back. It's the same thing yeah, we were talking back. about before. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. And then uh, on the flip side, if you've had a great year and maybe you don't have enough write-offs, you know, for things and your, your cash flow is really strong, your profits are good. Maybe there's some customers you have a good relationship with that you can ask them to defer paying you yes. until after January 1st. Uh, it can be a great, you know, tax planning strategy. And as long as you're you keep, on a cash basis, right? If you're on accruals, you it. It, that doesn't right. matter. Now yep. with yep. bad debt, if you're on a cash basis, it doesn't matter, right? Because you haven't booked the revenue yet. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. so these two things are mutually exclusive in that sense, right? Because you've got to – if you're on a cash basis, then you don't get to write down bad debt uh, unless you have expenses related to collecting on it or attempting to collect on it. But, yeah. Right, because you're not going to book it and revenue you're not until book it's paid, it. right? right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's the you difference between cash and accruals, folks. It's It's really – they, 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 I've, I've, I've talked with business owners that freak out and say, I don't understand accruals. The idea behind accruals is if you sell something today, you book the revenue when the sale happens, regardless of when payment comes in. And with cash, it's all about when the cash comes in. And Got it. depending on the size of your business, the IRS may tell you that you are an accruals-based business. Uh, you don't. Yeah, and it's difficult to go back, right, from accruals to cash. But going from so. cash to accruals, it's it's yeah. they, they're usually very and, happy and like, about that. Like all this stuff, whenever we talk about accounting, financial, you, you got to talk to your accountant. You got to talk to your accountant. I mean, we've got these are you know uh, our experiences, some anecdotal stuff, and but uh, certainly want to reach out. Say, hey, I heard these two yahoos on the on the radio or on the podcast talking. Do they know what they're talking about and get some tips? Because as it, as these things relate to your business, they're going to be unique and in particular to uh, your situation. So I will say um, this. If you acquire a business uh, that is running on the cash method, you get to inherit that. Um, and that can be a very wise way of preserving your ability to run as a cash business. 
Um, I've, I've, I've known some people that have done that. Yeah. They've, they've, they've grown their business and then they acquire somebody who's running cash bases and they actually, you know, once they, once they own that other business, they do effectively a reverse merger and, and run their business inside of that. And now it's cash. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. 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 It can, cause running cash can be helpful. Like, like you said, you can start doing, you you can start playing some of these games, uh, Mm -hmm. with, like you said, asking your clients, maybe, Hey, could you, you know, uh, that check you were going to send me in December, mind sending that in January, you know, that kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes they don't care. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I think it's also a good time of the year to start, you know, review your, uh, your people, your team, you know, your HR stuff. Are are you going to issue bonuses to everybody? Uh, how are you going to, are you going to reward people if it's a good year or if it's been a bad year, maybe you ought to sit down and work on a, a speech. You know, you're going to talk huh. to people about why you're not doing bonuses and stuff, but most people start thinking towards the end of the year that, Hey, maybe I'll get a, you know, a little something extra in my paycheck. Or if it's been, like gangbusters and everybody's working overtime, maybe they're thinking they're going to get a lot of something in their yep. uh, paycheck and you need to talk about it. Yeah, it, um, it is. I, I, I make it a habit to talk about it openly every year. That's and great. Even when it's a, it, you know, and, and there have been some years where it's like, yeah, we're like bonuses aren't going to happen this year. Hopefully sure. if you're, if you've been transparent enough with your employees and, and perhaps that's a subject of a whole other episode, but it, like, it's my goal that the uh, the news that I'm sharing in that conversation is not a surprise to people that if they stop yeah, to think. Be. Right. I mean, they might not have stopped to think about it. But when I present it like, hey, you know, things have been going really well this year. We're going to be doing bonuses. They're going to come out on, you know, whatever day. Like, OK, uh-huh. great. But also, hey, you know, as you know, things haven't been going all that great this year. We're going to yep. we're not going to be doing bonuses like that. Part of that conversation shouldn't be like, whoa, things aren't going. What? Great. I didn't right? know. I had <laughs> no right. idea. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I would agree. And, you know, it, you, you bring up a good, you know, a good question. When do you give those bonuses out? You know, do you wait until, you know, the end of the month when, uh, uh, you know, end of the year, or are you giving them out in early December? So, you know, people have a little extra scratch in their, uh, their bank account to help cover their, you know, their, their Christmas stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I like to do it in the first two weeks of December. Uh, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. If, I mean, yep. if you're going to do it, yeah, that, that, that first two weeks of December is the, to me, that's the right time. Or I've, I've really thought about like waiting until March to issue bonuses. Yeah. <laughs> the first year would be kind of rough, but yeah, after that. Right. Right. Well, but you know, I, I, um, I, you know, I'm a, a, a drummer and another life here. And I played this, I actually many years in a row have played this company's holiday party and they do it at the end of January. And yeah. that's when they talk about their numbers for the year. And that's when everybody gets their bonus checks and all of that stuff. It's like, you know, that's interesting because you're you're done with the numbers for the year. It, you give people yeah. the full year to close out. You you have a more accurate picture too, right? You do. You, you, yeah, yeah, it's true. And that yeah. that I talked to the CEO about it. Uh, the you know the first year, I'm like, this is interesting, man. He's like, yeah, you know, I never understood. He's like, we're a sales organization. He's like, it doesn't make sense to essentially tell people, oh, congratulations on December eighth. 
You know, yeah. I, you got 22 more days to work, man. Yeah, it you could know? really hit some big numbers there, right? Yeah. yeah. Or, or not. Or <laughs> so, not. Know. Right. And yeah, yeah that, yeah. that was sort of his thought was, you know, once you pay somebody, sometimes they stop. He's like, I like to dangle the carrot a little bit longer. Yeah, that's like, true. It's interesting. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, it yeah. Is. yeah. Uh, and then I think a, um, we've, we've talked about it on the show here before. We've, we've had a show about, uh, the what the executive summary is or my my definition of what an executive summary is and you know it's your narrative of how things are going with your business uh not necessarily the minutia of your financial statements but um you know how did the year go how do what is your gut telling you you know uh what were the major accomplishments your business made what, what were some of the mistakes you made yep um you know, and maybe what how, what were some of the major expenditures? Did you buy new you know stuff? Did you buy a building, move a building, uh, you know, get a forklift, whatever it is you you did, took a trip? Um, great to talk about those, and and I think a great week to do it is that week that it's really quiet between Christmas and and New Year's. Um, you yeah, know, we, you get we time keep to reflect. the show clean, so I can't say to you what I want to say to you. But being that I have to go to CES right after ah. New Year's every year, that week yeah. is not a quiet week <laughs> <laughs> for some of us. I for know. some of us, no. But there, yes. you're right about that. There, it, for me, it's yeah. actually the the not the week right after CES because there's a lot of follow up and all that. But the sure. following week is generally dead for us. Like that third week of January. I can disappear. And in actually the last couple of years I have, and like, no one would know. <laughs> oh, that's cool. But yeah, 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 but yeah, you find that week. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, and just, you know, jot this stuff down because what, what's going to happen is, you know, if you're uh, an LLC or an, uh, a C or an S corp, you know, uh, you need to keep annual minutes. And what I find is, uh, the the executive summary really can be the framework for for those minutes and uh you know your notes and all this stuff uh you 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 really need to keep those uh you know and have an annual meeting even if it's just you and your partner yep uh even if you just go to lunch you're going to document that you had this annual meeting and, and your executive summary could you know may just may encompass your entire minutes of, uh, you know, your, your meeting and how things went. You could read it, that kind of stuff. And it, it may, uh, seem trivial, but it can help you tremendously in the future. Uh, if you have any legal issues or you're like, you get audited, that kind of stuff. Those, those things show that you are legitimate. You're running a real business. It's not just your personal checking account that you're running stuff out of. Right. Um, and, uh, it's, it's important to do. So the executive summary can, can come in handy there as well. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I never thought about the yeah. executive summary working, you know, from from that standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I, I, enjoy, I always enjoy talking about it. And then, you know, you'd show it to some people and be like, oh, it didn't happen that way. I'm like, well, right. that's a story. <laughs> I'm that's writing in story. my story. Yeah, so. I get to write whatever <laughs> I want. It. Yeah, you, you want to write your own you story, it. start your own business. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, tax-wise stuff to kind of jump back a little bit. You know, if you had a great year, maybe, you, maybe you've been putting up buying some equipment. Maybe you need a new company vehicle, uh, you know, racks for your warehouse, computers, whatever it is. But, you know, if you can spend, if you have the money and you can spend that money before the end of the year for stuff you need, it can, again, help lower your uh uh, your revenue, your profits, uh, yeah. or your, your profits and, yep. and lower your taxable, you know, taxable income. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is the right time of year to, to do that yeah, kind of stuff to yep. be thinking about that, you yep. know, and then, yeah. Do your, you know, your employees, people on your team, do they need new, you know, a new iPad or wh whatever right. it is, you, you know, th this is the right time of year to be thinking about that. Once you have a picture of 
what your P&Ls are likely to yeah. look like by the end of the month, right? And if That's you're right. already running at a loss, well, maybe you wait till Maybe not. Yeah, you January, have no, February, yeah, but, yeah, we're going to hold off and yeah, yeah, do it. We have but, a better, better cash flow, you know. But yeah, having that that picture, um, I know you say this all the time, but looking regularly at your P&L, I mean, I look at the bank account every day, but yep. looking regularly at your P&Ls, like no less than once a month. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, yep. You know, I mean, certainly that, but, I, you know, it's not that not, like it's not like it was, you know, 40 years ago where you had to have somebody pull that report for you. That's right. It's, it's a five second thing. And you yeah, can as long as the data is current and the, and the data you're putting in is, is good, good data. Cause if it's garbage in, it's garbage out. Right. Right. right of but course. if you're getting that data and you have some, you know, whatever sales and, uh, CRM software you're using and doing some imports into accounting or your accounting yeah. software, or maybe you're doing it all in QuickBooks or something. Um, you want to be looking at that stuff because that can guide you uh, with these you know, types of make, decisions. Yeah. Yeah. All these different kinds of decisions, you know, yeah. um, and, and help you like, you know, this time of year, if you have retirement accounts, either for just yourself as a business owner um, yeah. Or, or and or your employees, if you have a 401k or some sort of profit sharing, you know, now you want to look at that. You yep. want to meet with your accountant. Uh, what Here's what the year looks like. What do you think we can afford to do? Here's our cash flow. Um, and as well, just for yourself, you know, meet with your financial planner and, you know, how's the business going? You know, what's going on? And what do you think is going to be like next year? Uh, you, you know, if you've got... You know, maybe you had some big revenue event, and if you get help uh, from those uh, folks, they can not only uh, help you minimize that tax liability. You you can use your that that revenue you made in very creative ways to reward your employees. That can also benefit you. Yeah, and there's a tremendous amount of. Uh, incentive for you to reward your employees according to the government right and in the more you share with them the more opportunity you have to share uh, or keep more for yourself either on a tax deferred and in some cases in a tax free basis um and you definitely want uh, you know in your financial planner they can help refer you to somebody that can you know I hate to use the word pension but that's you know it's a profit sharing type yeah. of thing and there's some really great uh ways to to benefit from that for 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 everyone and that's what hopefully that's what you're looking for you know to uh benefit your employees lives as well as yourself and reward everybody that's right don't just give everybody a bitcoin although yeah that's well well that's right (laughs) (laughs) that's it you got it yeah you know and then finally you got to just relax i think this time of year you know uh you got to try to enjoy yourself you got to you know Take some time off if you can. Maybe it's that week before. You know, I know that's a bad week for you, Dave. But it's not uh, that bad. You know, it, it, yeah. I joke about it. It's it's yeah. yeah I, sure. I get plenty of time with my family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all good. And and yeah. you know, take some time off, relax. You know, we'll be going up to Tahoe for that week in between the year, and and just get to reflect and and realize, you know, what a charmed life you are living. And you know, like we always say here on the Small Business Show, uh, you may not have freedom as a small business owner, but what you have, hopefully, is flexibility and there's so many different ways you can increase the quality and improve the quality of your life with your small business um it's really important to think about that it's true it's true yeah. if you've got any good share, ideas yeah, yeah share yeah. them with us feedback at business show.co we'd love to hear them yeah
Yeah. Awesome. So we have some good guests coming on next week, right, Dave? I think so. Yeah, I think it should be a cool. fun one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting, great. interesting folks. You will uh, in a couple we'll, weeks. We'll come. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say we'll we'll leave it uh, we'll leave it a surprise. We'll yes, see. always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah, and then a uh, c- couple weeks we'll talk about you know as a as a brand new business owner what you ought to be looking at for end of year uh, little things that would help you out. Absolutely, absolutely. Good stuff. Yeah, man. It's good stuff. Folks, thanks so much for listening. Like we said, feedback at businessshow.co. That's the address you can send all of your thoughts, any great ideas that you have, things to share, complaints, fist shakes, all of it. We want to hear it. (laughs) But you can also visit us over on Facebook if you go to businessshow.co slash Facebook. That's where where you go to... uh, I don't know. We commiserate there. Cappins. That's it. (laughs) Yeah, commiserate. Yeah. Commiserate and motivate. And motivate. Keep living that charm life. We'll see you next week. Thanks.